Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and one. Now let's get on to Knights v the Roosters. Look, Roosters' scramble defence is probably the best we've seen it all year, but Knights really lost themselves this game. They created so many opportunities to win it, and that last pass just didn't stick. I mean, I'm, we're talking at least five or six. Like, it was constant. Uh, so this is definitely one they're going to rue that got away. From a Roosters' perspective... You know, it's been uh, reported that Kiri has been cleared of a fracture and may even play this week, so that's really good news. A win's a win, and sometimes you just got to get them. But, and the Roosters have kept themselves in touch with the top eight. But, geez, they're, they're hard to get excited about. They really are at the moment, which is so surprising because at the start of the year, I was they're probably the most exciting team. Like, this team genuinely could rock the Penrith Panthers with this incredible roster. So it was a gutsy as anything effort from the Roosters. But it almost, if gutsy is what we're saying about the Roosters with the roster they've had this year, you're almost like that's, that's not really the bar that we thought we were going to be hitting come this time of, this, of the season. They would have been two very weird dressing rooms about 5.30. Very strange. Uh, yeah. Um, as you said, Roosters, they won. Just had to find a way to do it. Uh, it was ugly. I like the look at the halfback, mate. Smith. I thought he was really good. I, I really like him. I, you've obviously got Sam Walker. Um, he's going to be available over the next few weeks. I think he's out of a knee brace now, Sammy Walker. So he'll be available soon. But and I really like the look of Smith. I, I, yeah, I was sort of – to be honest with you, when, when the news came out that Luke Keery's going to be down, I, I, sort of, you know, I was obviously like, fuck, that sucks for Luke. But a little part of me was a little bit excited just to see this new – like someone completely new <laughs> – Handed the keys at the Roosters mm. and just see how it goes. Because I, I love this kid's running game. I love – he just brings energy. Mm. Does Robbo give him another chance? Does he say Joey Manu back to centre? Let's say Teddy backs up from origin, plays fullback. Does Joey go back to centre? And they go – Surely. I reckon he will. Yeah. Surely. Him and Kiri. Yeah. Surely Manu at six is done. Yeah. It's got to be done. It can win you games <laughs> here and there, 
but it's not the answer. It's he's a, not it's a six. the greatest band-aid of all time. He's just he's just unfortunately now look, if he has a whole preseason at six and he can work on his passing, then yeah, we I could see it working. But mid-season swapping into six, I just don't know if it's working. I will say that the Sam Walker dropping, it really has turned into an objectively bad call because now the halves situation at the Roosters is even more complicated because Sanders Smith is going okay. So it's like, who's the next guy up? And then it's like, Kiri, he's got the spot, but Sanders Smith and, and Walker, they're too young. And you're not going to, obviously not going to drop Kiri. I actually, when he, uh, Kiri got injured, obviously I was devastated for the, you know, uh, he's such a good guy, Kiri, and obviously incredible rugby league player. But part of me was like, the Roosters would almost, the silver lining, it's a bad situation. The silver lining is it takes a lot of pressure off them as a club because we don't have Sam Walker, we don't have Luke Keery. That's why we didn't go well in 2023. Whereas like now they, they just don't have that pressure release kind of thing. Um, even though we, you know, people that watch footy closely know that that's not the truth, it still is a much easier sell by the end of the season. Everyone forgets what happened in the first half. They just remember what they saw in the second half. And the second half was Kiri was out injured, Walker was out injured for most of it, and we were blooding a new rookie in Sandon Smith. So it's like almost a, a, a reliever to a degree. But with him being back, you know, the pressure is back on. Yeah, the other one that I really like the look of at the moment, mate, is Jake Turpin. I think he's been great. I really do. And I think, I think that more and more, I think San, uh, Brandon, Brandon, Sandon, Brandon Smith to Sandon Smith. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I think more and more we're going to see Smith at 13 or revolving, like he'll be in the forwards. He'll more. be a middle forward. I think so. I, I think that, you know, our concern with Verrill's leaving was he suited the Roosters perfectly. Mm. Good service, got through to work. Now, I know he was injured, but like you go back even further, Jake Friend. What was he wasn't a flashy hooker. He did good service and tackled his dick off. That's all he did. And he did it for ten years and they won multiple premierships with it. And so we were, I was always wondering, and we spoke about it quite a bit on this the podcast, is like, how does Brandon Smith suit this rooster side? Like he is a dominant ball running uh, hooker. And I think that it just hasn't seemed to click. Like I cannot see him being the 60, 70 minute hooker long-term with the current setup. Now, maybe that everything changes, and but he's just so good at a one-two punch. It's It seems obvious now. It seems obvious. And that's very hindsight. I was still very confident that, that Brandon Smith could be the guy. But get Turpin on, get him through the shit work, and just have Brandon there for the big, yeah. big runs. Isn't it, isn't it funny how right and how wrong we were at the same time with the Roosters coming into the season? I think you and I, Kempi, might have had him as, as premiers. But we also had question marks around Smith at nine and, you know, too many chefs in the kitchen. Like, that's come to fruition. Yeah. But we, we, I think we both sort of thought they would fix these issues early on enough or by mid-season at the very least and start coming good. Well, they're still not coming good, I would yeah. say. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Turpin, he said 121 tackles in two weeks, two misses, playing big minutes. I said, great for bench rotations if he, if he does keep playing that and Cheese comes back on as a 13. So... Yeah, I like it. He doesn't have to be a superstar for him. He can be Sam Verrills or Jake Friend. And, yeah, I think he can do a, a wonderful job there. Just focus on service, focus on making his tackles, and mm. everything becomes a lot simpler. Yeah. I, w- I will say, so the Roosters were missing, missing Tedesco, Suoliti. Um, Kiri obviously went out injured. <coughs> Lodge is uh, asked for a release. That's what was getting reported now, but he wasn't playing. Um, Collins. Who else? Cheese, yeah, Radley, 
Yeah, it's a big out. You know, so that that is that's why, although it was an ugly win, it was a really good win for the club because they were, I know that they've still got a really good side when you look at it on paper. You're like, that's still a bloody good side. But that is like, what, seven players that are all, you know, tippity yeah, top. And the Knights were pretty close to full strength. Obviously, Frizzell out and then Braley out. Braley's been seasoned, got to adjust yeah. to that. So, yeah, well, I mean, when you put it that way, it's, it's probably pretty gritty. A pretty gutsy win. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I think the emergence of Jake Turpin's going to start to turn their season around a little bit. I yeah. Really I've always said it. Oh, I think Cheese is a better middle forward than he is a hooker. I stand by it, and I think that when you see him over the next few weeks, if this is true about Matt Lodge getting a release and Cheese gets to play as a middle forward, you know, we always use the word for Cheese, like a star. You can be a star momentum forward that they can get off the back of, mm. and that's when the Roosters play their best footy. When Teddy, Manu, these guys are flooding the middle, they need a momentum guy, and Brandon Smith can be that guy. Yeah. I, I'm almost like just it's better for him. Just get him on there, do all the fun stuff, like – Bashing blokes, taking big hit-ups, give him a breather and bring him back. You know what I mean? Like, in, in that way, I know as a footy player, you want to be out there all the time. So, obviously, he wants to be out all the time. But I think that's better for him as well, like, as a player. Yeah. He doesn't have to worry about all the... And, I mean, you look at what he can add to the Roosters as a middle forward. Look at what the Melbourne Storm have lost without him going through the oh, middle. Oh, mate. Like, massive. you need any more evidence, I can't help you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I still think he's a good hooker, but he has to have a rotation partner. Like, I don't think he's an 80-minute... He's not a 60, 70-minute hooker, in my opinion. Like, I think he can spend time there when the game is sped up and he can get, get out of dummy half a lot. But he also needs to, you know, spend some time in the forward. I think it would well. be perfect to have Cheese as your starting hooker for the first 20 minutes, bring him off, Turpin plays the remainder of the game. Yeah. And then in that 50th minute for the last half an hour, you bring Cheese on and go, hey, go nuts. Yeah, I don't mind that. I don't mind that. Or even you start Turpin 20, you could bring Cheese on. To go ham before half time. I'd go then, that line. Yeah. I like I like Turpin starting. To be honest, if you do find yourself a bit short on middle forwards and momentum forwards, I'd be happy to play Cheese exclusively as a thirteen. I know it's hard with Radley there, but you sort of in a prop. It's Cheese. Not a lot of changes. Mm, yeah. he, he, he can handle his weight there. Um, but yeah, if you did want to bring him on to give Turpin a spell, just the idea of Cheese coming into a more tiring defence. But yeah, I can play Turpin big minutes. Why not? Um, so yeah, when you when you really look at like. The situation the club's in in regards to they're not even in, in form anyway. They had all these players out. It's a decent win. It's mm. decent. Look, it's not, as I said, it's not exciting at the moment for Roosters. I don't sit there and go, it's all clicking, you know. But at the end of the day, they lost their starting um, half in Kiri quite early on, relatively early on anyway. How many did you end up playing? How many minutes? 25. 25 minutes. Sanders Smith managed to hold on and win the game. Like, that's a positive for the club. Yeah, and let, let's look at, like, compare it to last year. It's not that too different a season, really. All right, I don't think the Roosters were going... They didn't look this poor on field at this stage last year, but they came home and won eight on the trot or something and finished fifth or sixth, then had the, the elimination semi and got knocked out first week in that infamous game against the Bunnies. So the one thing about them is... The well, they're equal, they're equal eight. Exactly right. So the, the squad is still there. They're in around the eight. And if they can make the eight and build that momentum in the back end of the year, as Robbo has historically done with his sides, if they do start to click the last month, six weeks, get to finals and they're in there, we know that they have the ability to go deep. We're not seeing it at the moment, but it's there. It's there somewhere. For sure. For sure. I just, yeah, I think the more surprising thing is, is like they just haven't looked 
close no. to what we know. Like maybe there's been like a half a footy or like maybe 80 minutes where you've gone, oh yeah, but outside of that. Anyway, good gutsy win for the Roosters. Shout out to Nate, um, say bloody Nate Miles. Matt <laughs> um, Butcher. Jeez, he worked his ass off. Jeez, he worked his ass off. In the front row, ended up playing 80 minutes. Moved around a little bit, but started in the front row. Got through a mountain of work. He had a try, 171 metres, uh, two tackle breaks, 45 tackles. You know, like, efforts like that is what won them the game. It's just, it wasn't pretty, you know, is he <sighs> Payne Haas or Fisher-Harris? No, but he did not stop for a second during that whole game. And that's what won it to him. That's what won it for him. Uh, on to the Knights. Um, man, such a really hard game to judge because they put themselves in the position to definitely win it. But just that last path. Let's talk about some positive first. By God, it's good to see Kalen Ponga at fullback. It is just, please, just if anyone brings up Kalen and 5'8 again, punch him in the mouth. <laughs> just punch him straight in the face. Next, punch him in the dick. And just go shut up, man. <laughs> just shut up. I feel like it's not done yet, though. I feel like in two years' time, no, nah. could pop it. Well, you be the man to get your dick punched then. Sure, you'd be a brave man because everyone now knows to punch, dick punch someone that says, "Kalen Ponga a five eight. And it's a it's a matter of look. It just feels like the sort of thing that will pop. I up know. At some point. Well, it's because he's so fucking talented. Yes. Yeah. So like, he is talented enough to make it work at six. But he's so good at fullback. Like, sometimes you just take your win where you can get it. Ever since he's been at fullback, he's been electric. Yes, he had that one game where he came back at six. He played really well. But he played like a fullback. Like, he can jump in in attack at six at any time from fullback. Any time. And we saw that on the weekend. Sometimes Tyson Gamble was out the back. Keep him at fullback. He looks so free and happy there. And he's just killing it. So And just to add, so was his first game back at fullback Manly? I think it was two games ago. So he played the uh, Roosters there, Broncos there, I believe Manly there. It's after Origin, wasn't it? I think. Yeah. Origin and, one. And just, uh, yeah, he played round thirteen. Yeah, yeah. Manly, Brisbane, and Roost and Roosters. Yeah, and fullback. just no head knocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like he's back at fullback. The best thing we've seen KP string seven weeks together, which is beautiful. Yep. The first two weeks he came back, I think he had head knocks in both those games. Maybe I might remember him one HIA, got through him okay, but you're still worried. He just <laughs> looks so much safer back there. Fuck. Out of the out of the carnage oh. of the front line defence. What about when he was sweeping down that left edge and he caught <coughs> that ball at top speed? Like mm-hmm. he's just a freak. He's so he good. Do things. And I, I actually think that, you know, he's built his body up to be a five eighth. So we're not even seeing the best version of KP fullback. In this offseason, he'll go back, he'll lose some muscle mass because I think he needs to lose a bit of muscle mass. I actually think he's a bit too big because when was the last time you saw KP pull off a mad step? Yeah. I mean, like you could just, like even in the preseason, just looking at training pictures of him, it was evident. Yeah, he'd put much on bigger. Yeah. And so I reckon lose a bit of muscle mass and he'll be even better, even better next year. So 2020, Newcastle versus Bulldogs, Suncorp Stadium, oh, no crowd. And he cut inside, oh, so I can visualise it all. Yeah, cut inside Foz, and you just went, oh, that was the last time I saw him pull off a mad step. That, for the and, and, you know, he's a bit lighter back then, so I reckon that they yeah. should try to get him back down to a, his, you know, usual weight. But, jeez, he is so fucking good to watch. It's just, just keep him there, please. Just keep him there. Um, and the good thing now for the Knights, like, surely, surely, 
recruitment going forward, you don't need a fullback. You need some halves. Like, and just make the decision and stick to it. This back and forth over the last few years with KP at six, it has just destroyed their recruitment. Like, they've got Lockie Miller sitting in reserve grade and they lost their best front rower coming through. Yeah. Like, and it's not, and it's, this is in hindsight, Hero. We were literally discussing it at the start when it happened. We're like, oh, I don't know if you want to lose a good guy that young. Anyway, um, so the ninth season, like, it's such a hard one to judge. I, I would say it's a pass mark considering everything that's happened. They've stayed in the fight in a lot of games. They've showed way more grit than I thought they Well, they've grown into a gritty side. I think there was a period there where they would let games go. So I actually think they're doing okay. Like, they, they definitely missed Marju. They definitely missed Marju coming out of trouble. So even though they lost to a very understrength Roosters and it was at home... I just love the fact that they fought in till the end. Yeah, it just it just was a game they should have won. I know, fuck. And it's so easy to say that, and winning's a habit. But fuck, this is just mm. it wasn't because of lack of opportunities. It wasn't because of lack of ability. It was just they just weren't able to ice that moment. Fuck. And I mean, like this, like when we watched them a couple of weeks ago live play Parramatta, it was like they were training cones. Mm. Like it's, it gets heaps worse than this, and I get that. Christ, coming up against the Rooster side with that many people out, Kira getting injured during the game, and you created enough opportunities to win. Tough pill to swallow for Knights fans. Oh, absolutely. It's just when you watch the game, though, like at least they were there. Yeah, I know that sounds like sure. a, I know that sounds like a massive cop out. Look, if if they had a loss like I don't know thirty four to fourteen or something, then I'd be like, oh, that's fucking pretty bad. But that it was just the fact that it was that last pass. So it's like kind of like the origin anal- uh, an analogy. It's like all the ingredients were there to win the match. It was just the execution right at the end that cost them the win, yeah. which is tough to swallow as a nice fan because you're like, are you serious? Just like, just ice it. Just ice the match. So that's why it's really, me personally anyway, it's really hard to judge this performance by the Knights. What do you reckon, Timmy? Yeah. You, you can look at it either way. Yeah. You can look at it as... Definitely a game they should have won against the Roos with all the troops out. But then you can also go, you know what? Knights had a few players out as well. They had every chance to win the game. It was there for the taking. As you said, they did nice opportunities. Mm. I would very much more be in the disappointed category mm. of they should have won the game. But <clears throat> it's not the end of the world for them. Yeah. I think the, the one thing for me is just like the close score. That's like what makes it kind of a bit digestible, but they absolutely should have won the game. Like, it's there's no if, buts, or maybes. Like, the two first tries that the Roosters scored was just like the misses in defence were really, really poor. Like, not, not to NRL standard. And so that – just those moments of lack of concentration just, just not like annihilates them. And they do all these other things really well. Um, yeah, so – as I said, very, very hard game to, like, it's hard. I don't want to be too harsh on them, but at the same time, like, they definitely should have iced it. So yeah. I'm, I'm caught in between those two. Tough one. Um, anyone else, anyone stand out for you guys outside of KP? Um, I'll tell you, a guy that I probably didn't expect to go as well as he had, uh, Dylan Lucas, who's made the move from an outside back to a back rower. Uh, he's held his own out there. I didn't really see that coming. A mover I didn't see coming at all. He's done pretty well. Uh, I thought Adam Elliott was solid once again, as he always is. But outside of that, mate, not too much. A lot of missed tackles for Newcastle. Yeah. Jesus. Like, 
the only two blokes that didn't miss tackles, fullback and. Uh. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. One of the wingers and a lot of multiple missed tackles there I as think well. I think I... I thought Dan Gagai was really good. Yeah, I, I, I thought Gagai was probably, you know, a bit unsung in this game. Especially, as you said, with Marju out. They lost a lot of their yardage. He came out, had 21 runs for 176 metres, like 10 tackle busts. Yeah. It's mm-hmm. pretty immense. I, I thought Gagai was And the, at the age he is, he could have been so disappointed about the origin mm-hmm. situation. Like, he's clearly fallen down the pecking order substantially. Like, Matt, like he's behind Coates now. And he might be behind Oates. Like, and so, very easy for him to drop his lip. But since then, yeah, he's had some missed tackles or whatever, but at least he's ripping and tearing. And I think that's the saving grace for me at the moment with the Knights. Like, okay, some of the stuff is not NRL standard, but they are ripping and tearing. It's not a lack of effort. Yeah, they're they're fucking having a dig. So that's where I – whereas earlier in the year when I was a bit harsh – well, a little bit harsh on them, it was the fact that they just, like, let the game go. Yeah. That's what – that kills me more than – ripping and tearing and, and losing a game you should have iced. And I also think as well, I think that's reflected um, in their recruitment this year. You know, Hastings, Gamble, Elliott, Lockie Miller. Are they superstar footballers? No, but fuck, they are competitors. Yeah. They go at it. They, they might not have the ability of other guys in their positions, but God, they just go at it and give mm. everything they've got. Yeah. So, yeah, fuck. This is, it's a toughest pill to swallow because when you watch that game, you're like, bro, there was 10 minutes to go. You had three chances to score and you didn't score them. Um, but I, I, I've done it probably the last couple of weeks, but I've got to give Adam O'Brien credit. Like, he was out the door. Like, he was gone skis. And he's managed to just pull this together. And it's, although it's not a good season, they, as I said, all the things that you can't teach, ripping and tearing, They've done that for at least, you know, they've been one odd week where they've struggled, but outside of that, they've been quite tenacious in my opinion. Yeah. Now, before we get to the next uh, segment, store shout-outs. Mary G's, Seth and Johnny doing big job uh, with the Celebration Superstore in Lismore. Mary G's in Lismore. Red Beret Hotel, Red Lynch and Dave. Oh, Red Lynch? That's weird. It says Red Lynch. Anyway. <laughs> Lynch and Dave, I'd assume. And the team are the ones to see at the Bottomart drive-through on the north side of Cairns. Dicey's Liquor Barn, great supporters in Gladstone. Boccarina Beach, big celebration store in Kiwana near the Sunny Coast Stadium. Full Moon Hotel, Bottomart Liquor Barn and drive-through. Say good day to Scott and his team at Sandgate. Bottomart Bracken Ridge, go in and see a Jaeger. He will look after you. X Golf Anogra, drink bloke, play golf. Redcliffe Leeds Clubs, home of the Dolphins, Broncos Leeds Club, head to Alfie's Bar, that's where it will be, and Normanby Hotel, now stocking bloke, many good times there, just in time for State of Origin 2. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Support comes from ServiceNow, the AI platform for business transformation. You've heard the hype around AI. The truth is, AI is only as powerful as the platform it's built into. ServiceNow is the platform that puts AI to work for people across your business, removing friction and frustration for your employees, supercharging productivity for your developers, providing intelligent tools for your service agents to make customers happier, all built into a single platform you can use right now. That's why the world works with ServiceNow. Visit servicenow.com slash AI for people to learn more.